Hey, ladies and gentlemen, Dr. Ron here, the host of Dr. Ron Unfiltered, Uncensored. In our fifth season, episode number 33. Welcome and thank you uh, for listening. And again, uh, we have to bring you some information about this COVID. But before we do, this program contains general medical information. The medical information heard on this program is not advice and should not be treated as such. You are encouraged to confirm any information obtained from this program with other sources and review all information regarding any medical condition or treatment with your physician. And with that said, ladies and gentlemen, I want to welcome you <clears throat> with an attitude of gratitude because grateful people are happier, less depressed, less stressed, and more satisfied with their lives and social relationships. And it is <clears throat> in this uh, COVID time, uh, we really... Uh, have to take care of ourselves. That's why we want you to be the CEO of your own body, take charge of your health. You have a right to ask questions and get answers before anything is done to that body. So I want to just uh, start off by just telling you what I've been telling you for the for months now, the number three cause of death in, in the United States is modern medicine. Okay, number three death, and we've gone over this each and every week for the past couple of months, uh, quoting from uh, Death by Modern Medicine by Dr. Carolyn Dean, and also reports from the New England Journal and JAMA, uh, uh, the two medical journals that reported about the 250,000 Americans that die each year from medical errors. 
Over testing and over treatment are part of the problem, and corruption plays a role. Sorry to say, instead of dissuading patients from unnecessary or questionable interventions, the system rewards waste and incentivizes disease over health. According to a report published in 2017, 20.6% of all medical care is unnecessary, including prescription medications, medical tests, tests. 11.1% of procedures. And not, and we've gone over this, and I've already told you about the different drugs involved. And I've, we've talked with uh, Dr. Kathleen Powers, the president of the Pennsylvania Medical Society, discussing how nurse practitioners will be replacing physicians. They will be able to open up their own offices. They will write more prescriptions. They will do more testing because they only get four to 600 hours of, te- of of uh, education versus twelve to fourteen thousand for physicians. So we want to talk about what's the point of health, and and really, uh, as with COVID, uh, medicine is really a religion. Uh, Doctor Nicholas Gonzalez uh, said that it's the last. The last remaining religion is medicine. He said, if you look at the Sloan Kettering, it's actually like a temple. And the priests wear white coats and they speak their own language. Patients tend to bow down to that and never underestimate the power of authority. So ladies and gentlemen, due to your popular request and multiple emails wanting uh, Mr. Phil Safir back, he is the president of Alexa Limited. His website is alexa.com. You have said you have enjoyed his commentary. So as we go through the latest CDC uh, pronouncements of the real deaths from COVID, uh, ways to improve your immunity, uh, we'll have to talk a little bit about the PCR test because that also made the news this week. Uh, without further ado, uh, I want to welcome Mr. Phil Safier. They love you, Phil. Can you hear me okay? Yeah, I hear you perfect. Thank you. Yeah, I think I think you have this connection down uh, pretty good right now. Your 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 audio is really super. Good, good. So, ladies and gentlemen, this is Phil Safier. He he uh, he's been on the show multiple times, and 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 we're going to get back to theme shows again. But you know, this this COVID is driving me absolutely crazy. Because I have stacks of material I want to get to, especially on statin drugs, generic drugs. But this is driving me crazy because the word is not getting out. Uh, Mr. Safier has the, a great product we, we talked to him about. It's, it's a Sylvanic Pro. It uh, makes colloidal silver. It makes 10 parts per million. Uh, you, know, you, don't have, you don't have to think about it. Uh, we've been using it for years. We recommend it for years. But I'll tell you, if you recommend it too much on social media, you'll get censored. Uh, in fact, they're censoring anything that doesn't come from the mainline medical fields and, and the big pharmaceutical companies. Uh, it's been 100 years since the Rockefeller uh, medicine propaganda has taken over. Uh, 100 years they put in so much money in this. And they, they want you to take drugs and they, and. They don't want you to think about your inherent strength and your resilience of your own immune system. So that we actually forget what health is. We forget what it is. Okay. And we get, we, we are germophobic 
but we had gigantic number of microbes in our bodies and in our environment, incalculable. I've told you the numbers and we'll go over them again later. But um, so I've asked uh, Phil to come back today to uh, comment as he does so cogently and succinctly. And uh, it seems that uh, we don't we don't have a, a, a script, he and I. Uh, he he just knows what he wants to say. So again, welcome, Phil. I hope things are good out there in uh, New Mexico. Yeah, we got a little bit of rain today, which was nice. We've been kind of suffering with smoke from all the fires. We've got fires here in New Mexico. There are fires in Colorado, California. So that western wind blows all that stuff here, but it's it's kind of cleared up. But it's it's amazing how many people I talk to who've actually been feeling the effects of the smoke huh. um, in various ways. Uh, sometimes it's just their eyes bother them. Uh, they're sneezing and coughing, things like that. And then other people will remark on how they feel tired and depressed. And um, it's, it is to be expected. And it's also interesting that the uh, masks uh, don't do anything in that regard. The masks don't protect you against smoke at all, but they do protect you against a virus, of course. Um, I'm being, I'm being, I'm being sarcastic. Yeah, I mean, if if you if you meant that, I was going to mute your microphone. Yeah, yeah, yeah really. <laughs> yeah, but so so anyway, so that's what that's that's what's going on out here, and of course, uh, our governor. Um, is seems to be maybe possibly backing off a little bit on the draconian crackdown lockdowns and allowing more uh, businesses to open, allowing more businesses, restaurants to allow people to eat inside. Um, so there's, there seems to be some shift of that. Um, and, and yet still people are out there on the hiking trails, nobody near them at all. And they're wearing masks and, Huffing and puffing up and down hills, so uh, it's hard to understand what what goes through the the minds of people that they, they just don't question. And I, I kind of this is sort of maybe an odd thought to have, but I, I I'm starting to be concerned about mental health issues in that uh, there's an awful lot of people whose faith will be shaken in authority down to their very core when they realize how they've been bamboozled and scammed by this whole thing. And once, once the actual truth comes out, which it, it always does eventually, I shouldn't say that always, but typically the truth will out. And when it does and people realize the, the depth of the lies and the manipulation, it's going to be a very frightening, shocking experience. Uh, it will be somewhat akin to finding out that your mother and father were Russian spies or something like that. Uh, it, it would be tremendous blow. So I think the psychotherapy industry uh, will really prof profit mightily by all this uh, when when this comes down and people suddenly realize that their their very belief systems are being challenged and that the people that they mocked as conspiracy theorists and covidiots and all the nasty names, the deplorables, the names that they call people who dare to disagree and to question, once they realize that these people were actually right, 
Yeah, they, uh, they, 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 those voices, and that's why we keep doing this program. Those voices are are silenced and more in, in touch every with wish. reality with them. What's going to happen to them? Yeah. More- <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, uh, and that's why we we tell them, Phil. We got you know, have some critical thinking. Think for yourself. Uh, even this program, don't take what we say uh, literally. Look it up. See if see if we make sense. There was a, just an interesting article on face masks that our, our listeners should know about. Face masks make you suggestible. They make you more likely to follow someone else's direction and do things you wouldn't do otherwise. They make you docile, okay, from the word docere, meaning uh, uh, teach you. They, it, it, it's an incredible a study that was done by a fellow. What's his name here? His name is Patrick Fagan. He published on the 28th of July, and he, he starts off with lots of theories, and he says television. He, he said, Mr. Mirlu wrote, is to catch the mind directly, giving people no time for calm or conversation with their own minds. And what have you and I talked about 24-7 of this uh, indoctrination and we talked about last week, we don't have a pandemic. We don't even have an epidemic, but we have a case-demic. We have a lot of cases, exactly. you know, and, uh, yeah. you know, and then That's putting right. the mask on, it, it, again, uh, it, it's almost like uh, having a religion. I mean, you, you, you worship the mask. And then you add in some alcohol, you know, that reduces cognitive function. You throw in some fluoride. We know that makes your, your IQs lower. We talked about that. Uh, and now it, it looks like they make you stupid. I mean, you got a guy like Pierce Morgan promoting face masks. Hello, yeah. you know. Yeah. You know, you. Uh, I like I like the term that you use, case demic. Uh, it's it's a very important point. That's a central point. Is that part of the the fear propaganda, or as I like to call it, the fear porn that the media are putting out? is this conflation of the term case, which apparently means a positive result on a meaningless test. And they're conflating that with an actual illness. The the only numbers that we should really be talking about are people in ICUs and deaths. That's the only numbers that are relevant. Everything else is nonsense. And to be hysterically upset when they say there's a thousand new cases today. There's, oh, there's an outbreak of cases today. It is actually almost a meaningless term. And they refuse to define their terms. They want people to believe that if you say case, you mean an illness. So they, they, in people's minds, again, in a state of hysteria, when you hear the word case, you think, oh, my God, this poor person is on a ventilator. They may not make it. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. That's, that's, that, this is typical propaganda. This is the way that propaganda works. And people need to, to educate themselves about the techniques that are used by people who are telling the big lie. You know, you see, supposedly you just say something, a lie over and over again enough times and people will believe it and accept it. And I, I maintain that the reason they accept it is they're afraid to think for themselves because they might come to a conclusion that puts them at odds with the government or their friends or their family or whoever. 
Everybody's really very timid and very conformist and afraid to, to stand out from the crowd. Uh, I want to got one more little thing that I came across, which I really like. Uh, it, it says, it's now a conspiracy theory to believe that the immune system is capable of doing the job it was designed to do. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my <laughs> gosh. Boy, I, I mean, they... <laughs> God bless them. I mean, what, 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 what? That, 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 that should be censored. That should be censored. So, we, so our God-given immunity isn't good enough. It's only been uh, taking care of us for thousands of years. You know, and and, and maybe it, maybe these masks are making us dumber. You know, not only about we talked about the fluoride and everything. You know, they make it hard to breathe. They decrease your oxygen level. They increase your CO two level. Gosh. They, they, they don't work for anything. So maybe the reason is they want us to wear this mask is for dumbing us down. So lot, lots of, uh, it's, this is a great article written by this Patrick Fagan. I mean, it's the dehumanization. I mean, I, I live in a 200 acre community and people, I mean, we have walking trails. There may be, a, there's a 10 mile walking trail and maybe four people on it. And two people are, you, they see you walking toward them. They get off the trail. They put their masks on. And they have, they they are definitely gone mentally and emotionally. They're just gone. And it's sad to see. It really is sad to see because we talked about your immune system. Ladies and gentlemen, it is the ultimate vaccine. It is the one that's going to protect us. Not, not some artificial uh uh, vaccine that artificially increases antibodies. We could talk about that another time, but it is your own immune system that's in your gut, 85% of it, that's going to protect us. So if you're not happy and you're not uh, communicating and you don't have social interaction, that is the number one thing to keep your immune system strong. I mean, we could talk about probiotics and megabiotics and sport biotics, but you need that social interaction. So it's really crazy that someone would write that your immune system is not meant to do and it won't protect you like we think it should. That, that is just a crazy statement, Phil. Incredible. So, um, so, you know, face masks, ladies and gentlemen, you know, I, you know, that I uh, have been uh, not a proponent of them uh, because uh you know, they decrease oxygen, they increase CO2 and, and they really do dumb you down because, uh, uh, of the of the of the physiological reasons, and they have done studies. You know, they put uh, uh, at Halloween time they have kids with masks and without masks. Those without masks take less candy than those with masks. Thirty seven percent of the time, the children took the right amount of candy without a mask. We put a mask on them, and sixty two percent of them took a lot more more chocolates. It's been it's. There's have been study upon study that they're, they're the disinhibiting effects of wearing a mask. The psychologists have a name for it. They say it controls your super ego. They've done MRIs. They even can pinpoint the, the part of your brain that's influenced by this. Okay. Uh, neuroimaging studies show that masks are known to inhibit identity and impulse control and these functions are in the prefrontal cortex. It's in your brain. In other words, masks silence your conscience. So it's a little wonder that covering your mouth would shut up 
would make you shut up psychologically. Studies have shown that clothing has a powerful effect on how you think or how you don't think. You know, like wearing, you see somebody wearing a lab coat, you, know, you think maybe they know what they're doing. Wearing a nurse's scrubs, maybe you, you have, you're more empathetic to them. Wearing uh, counterfeit brands of clothing, guess what? Increase the likelihood of your cheating in the test. Increases your likelihood of cheating. So everything that's being done to us has been studied. In fact, there are now uh, behavioral studies being coming out of Yale and Harvard that are going to physicians to uh, teach them how to make this vaccine that will be coming out more palatable so they can give more doses to everybody. So, you know, again, I hope we're all around next year when, when this is all flushed out uh, because we are being scammed. And, and, and in that vein, if you haven't watched the, mo the uh, uh, movie that's uh, one hour and 20 minutes called Plandemic, I really recommend you go there. And uh, it has been banned every place, but, but uh, the platform of, uh, uh, what? let me just think about it a second. It's, it's a London Real. It's freedomplatform.tv, freedomplatform.tv. You really should look at that movie. That'll give you a good insight. Now, we were talking about the testing and how it, it builds up the case testing. Well, there's another scam that just fell apart. And I guess of all, of all places that I would never expect it to fall apart on is the New York Times. I quote, hear this quote. According to the New York Times, potentially 90% of those who have tested positive for COVID-19 have such insignificant amounts of the virus present in their bodies that such individuals do not need to isolate, nor are they candidates for contact tracing. This leads public health experts to be concerned that overtesting is responsible for misdiagnosing a huge number of people with harmless amounts of virus in their systems. Most of these people are not likely contagious, warns the Times. Yes, the New York Times, 829, August 29th. Some of the leading nation's leading public health experts are raising a new concern in the endless debate over coronavirus testing in the United States. The standard tests are diagnosing huge numbers of people, and we have, we, we have called that a case-demic, who may be carrying relatively insignificant amounts of the virus. Most of these people are not likely to be contagious. And would it surprise you, ladies and gentlemen, if I told you that this test, this PCR test, was never vetted, never standardized. It was never meant to be used as it's being used. It was meant to be used in manufacturing, not in diagnosing. So there's millions of people labeled positive slash infected who carry little, so little of the virus that no harm would come to anyone around them or to themselves. I mean, this is what uh, I think Phil Saver was just uh, alluding to when he, when he talked about the testing. Yeah, we're doing a ton of it. So all PCR tests being done on people all over the world reflect nothing about illness, infection, contagion, or transmission. It is a scam, ladies and gentlemen. The PCR test isn't even suitable to pick out a particular virus in the first place. 
and we've gone into this before, and I think Phil is back. So um, this is what we've been talking about. We've been scammed, we've been used and abused, and uh, uh, schooled and fooled. And uh, all right, so we've been we we told you last week what you need to do to take to to be healthy, and we'll go through that again. But one thing I I haven't spent enough time on is melatonin. And I, I, you know, it is really one of the most potent uh, antioxidants that we have in our body. You know, it's even more potent than vitamin C. And there's been articles written on this, and melatonin is part of the the Swiss protocol and other protocols for COVID, because as we get older, you know, we make less and less of it. So Dr. Frank Schellenberger, who I follow, he presented an article and he says his research is supporting that melatonin supplementation can protect against viral and bacterial infections, prevent cardiovascular disease and support normal blood pressure, reduce oxidative stress and inflammation, which may slow the aging process, prevent neurodegenerative diseases like Parkinson's and Alzheimer's, improve menopause therapy, protect against ionizing radiation, protect against macular degeneration, protect against cancer and improve the outcome when used with them with conventional and alternative cancer treatments. And I guess about a year and a half ago or two years ago, I had uh, uh, Stephen Sinatra, uh, an interventional cardiologist on, and he, you know, he is a big proponent uh, of the, of using melatonin. I guess it's kind of hard to, to imagine how a single chemical or hormone can have such wide-ranging effects, right? I mean, that's a long list. Well, you got to remember, contrary to what you may understand, uh, melatonin, uh, which is actually made not just in your pineal gland, it's not just made in your brain, but it's also made in your thymus, it's made in your retina, it's made in your intestines, it's made in your bone marrow. It's made in your skin, in your white blood cells. And as I say, and Dr. Schellenberg says, it's probably our most important antioxidant. And the picture becomes just so clear as you study this. So melatonin, ladies and gentlemen, is made primarily during the night, particularly when we sleep. And its function is to rejuvenate and protect our bodies as we sleep, because as we sleep, our brains have a, a way of cleansing itself. It's called the glymphatic system. Our brain actually decreases in volume, okay? This literally affects every aspect of our health. And melatonin levels drop, I said, as we, as we age. And some experts are saying that it is almost undetectable for most of us older than 50. Well, I, I surely fit that profile. So uh, uh, they're recommending uh, doses that I have not heard of, but he has great references for this article. And they also talk about exposure to Wi-Fi uh, uh, and electromagnetic fields uh, that that also decreases the production and the release of melatonin in our bodies. And what have I told you for years turn off that Wi-Fi at night. You know, it's, it's hard to, to avoid it during the day. I, I, I admit that. Uh, and I have not found a good mitigator against that. We'll ask Phil if he knows one. But definitely you can turn that off at night and so that you're, at least you know, you know you're doing it for more than just uh, one reason. You're doing it to 
it keep your melatonin levels from dropping. So you can take a supplement and it, and it, it won't be wasted. So um, I wanted to bring this melatonin to you and we'll talk more about this. Uh, I mean, I could do a whole podcast on melatonin uh, and how it affects so many systems in our body, but mainly we need it so that we get a great night's sleep and it affects so many disease processes. Uh, it is almost can, can correlate with our life force. We don't talk a lot about life force, but you know, everything is a frequency. We do have a life force. So we should replace it. And Dr. Schellenberg Dr. is, is, is your, are you back, Phil? I think, I think so. A- I, I somehow or another lost, lost my internet connection. Very strange. Never seen that. Well, that's a, that's the CIA. I, I, you uh, know, I'm getting more paranoid as the day goes by. You know, just because doesn't mean they're not following you. You're you're in and out. Now you're back. I know it's. In, I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I better get off this because it's just so intermittent, spotty. So I apologize. I don't know what's going on, but maybe we can talk again next week. Absolutely. Thank you, Phil. So let me just just You're just welcome. finish Bye. with me- melatonin. Uh, it's it's also being used for treatment of various illnesses, but you won't hear that in mainstream media because they don't talk about melatonin. But and they would never, and I did not was not even aware that doses up to sixty milligrams four times a day can be taken. Sixty milligrams. I mean, most people take three to six milligrams at night. And it doesn't, it really isn't to help you sleep, but it's to help your body produce its own melatonin when you get into that deep sleep. Okay, because we do, you know, we do make some, but we can't, we can't measure it. So melatonin, ladies and gentlemen, look, look it up, do some research on it. It is a tremendous, uh, potent antioxidant. And, uh, you know, maybe I'm going to, have Dr. Schellenberger on the program because I have not heard anyone recommend doses in that in that uh, range of 30 to 60 milligrams. So ladies and gentlemen, please eat healthy, eat the rainbow, be active during this time of this case demic. Uh, I think it's almost over anyway. If, if you've read the CDC re- report from this week, they said the actual deaths from COVID was 10%, six, I mean, 6% of the 171,000, came like the 10,000 cases actually died from uh, COVID. The others deaths were people that had multiple comorbidities, which means they had diabetes, hypertension. They had lots of other things going on. So, um, you know, let's reduce our stress. Let's, let's try and get back to what we remember life to being because this, it looks like every mutation of this virus is getting weaker and weaker. And by the time they get a vaccine, it pro- they probably won't, won't even need one. Uh, okay, get plenty of sleep, all right? I'm, I'm, I cannot advise you to take more than six milligrams of melatonin right now because I haven't done enough research and haven't talked personally to Dr. Schellenberger, which I will do though. But melatonin is great to take at night, okay? It, it, and as I said, it's a super strong antioxidant. You know, don't be afraid to socially engage with someone. I mean, you can still do it. 
and maintain a distance. But don't be socially isolated with your friends, uh, your close friends. And if you have a close friend, take care of that close friend. Okay, drink plenty of water. Please get out in the sun because we know that high levels of vitamin D, vitamin D3 either prevent or make COVID symptoms less intense. So vitamin D3, it's an easy vitamin because there's a blood test for it. And it should be between 60 and 80 nanograms per mil. Uh, uh, nanom, excuse me, 60 to 80 uh, nanograms per nanometer and not the 30 to 40 that they call normal. Uh, I do like colloidal silver. Uh, it is antiviral, it's antibacterial. It has uh, a long history of hundreds of years being used. And we went over that history. Do wash your hands. Don't, don't use so much hand sanitizer because that gets rid of the normal bacteria on your skin. And that's not good either because your skin has, uh, you know, a, a, a microbiome of its own. All right. So, uh, and there's some hand sanitizers. You might want to go to ewg.org. There's some hand sanitizers you just want to basically avoid. Uh, and you maybe you want to use some called Hero Wipes. Uh, there's one called Pipette hand sanitizer. They don't have the, the cancer-causing ingredients that other sanitizers have in them. Uh, so you might want to look ewg.org. There's about 100 of them that the FDA is telling you not to use. And I, I can't go through that whole list. Uh, and we talked about nebulizing hydrogen peroxide last week, so I'm not going to hit that again. But let me just go over something. I, I, I have not been a fan of Dr. Anthony Fauci. And recently, um, Peter Navarro has uh, talked about him, that he just hasn't been right on anything. He's flip-flopped on the use of masks. Uh, he talked that early on that hydroxychloroquine would, would work against this virus, and then he flip-flopped on that. Although scientific support goes back as far as 2005 for hydroxychloroquine. He praised remdesivir, saying was, there was clear-cut, significant positive effects and diminishing the overall time. Well, that wasn't true because it, it only decreased at 31%. And, uh, and hydroxychloroquine, we know from the doctors at, 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 in Detroit at Henry Ford Hospital, those in New York, that if given early, could have cut mortality by 50%, okay? And one, some of the epidemiologists think that we could have saved 16,000 lives in one month, okay? Do you know Dr. Fauci was opposed to the ban on incoming flights from China in late 2020? He, you know, he told the American people that the novel virus outbreak was nothing to worry about right up to February. He flip-flopped on masks. He claimed there was only anecdotal evidence for hydroxychloroquine when he knew better. And he was he's aware of the, of the publications. According to Navarro, more recent research found hydroxychloroquine reduced mortality rate among COVID-19 patients by 50%. But of course, it has to be used early. You can't do a study and using it on people that have respiratory distress. It, will, it doesn't work then. It only works early. 
So Dr. Fauci has had a hard time making up his mind about this virus. And now Navarro says, Fauci says a falling mortality rate doesn't matter when it is the single, when it is the single most important statistic to help, help us guide ourselves in, in, in this economic reopening. I mean, if people are not dying as much from this, this, this disease, that should be critical. But he says it's not. So um, I, I have not uh, followed Dr. Fauci very closely. He ignores uh, the many failed attempts to create other coronaviruses vaccine over the past two decades, over 20 years, including vaccines against SARS and MERS. And they were complete failures. And coronavirus is, COVID is a coronavirus. And the other corona vaccines were horrible. They they, they never could bring them to market. Now we have one that's being fast-tracked and it's for another coronavirus. I mean, the, the animal models used for uh, four SARS-CoV-1 candidate vaccines, I mean, there was overreaction and a cytokine storm upon a viral challenge that, that caused all the ferrets to die. Very disappointing results, but that was a coronavirus vaccine. And gosh, Dr. Fauci uh, did fund the uh, Wuhan virus lab. And, you know, you can get into that. He gave them a lot of money when uh, they, they told him not to do that research in uh, Chapel Hill. So, all right. So what I wanted to get through today is the death rate from dying from COVID is not as bad as everybody said. Okay. Um, it's less it's less than 10 to 12,000 people that died from it. Now that doesn't mean if you have a chronic disease that you shouldn't take this seriously. Okay. I mean, if you, you still should be washing your hands, face masks do nothing. I mean, but you, you just, you know, if you're in a situation uh, not to get into a, an altercation, uh, yeah, you might want to throw one on, but you know, please be careful, do it with clean hands, don't don't sweat into it. Don't keep it on your chin and sweat and then put it up to your nose. But it looks like this episode, this what we're living through right now, is uh, like the wheel of fortune, the wheel of life. And we don't, you know, it's turning right now. And right now it's pointing to trouble. Okay. But we can guarantee ourselves to think of everything with a clear mind and not to take everything that we hear for granted. We have to allow ourselves to have some dignity. We have to allow ourselves to have an identity. We have to be human and never wear a mask. I mean, the mask is so dehumanizing. It's incredible. It is a psychological operation brought to us by, you know, many psychiatrists have talked about this. It's not just me. Many psychiatrists have talked about this. All right. So the testing is worthless. People didn't die from it. They, they died with it. And uh, that's on the CDC website, not just, just, not just me making this up. Uh, peroxide works great if you nebulize it. Uh, use use medical grade uh, peroxide in the, in a range of a 
less than 1%. Um, I want to tell you, I guess I have a few minutes. Let me just uh, tell you a little bit about generic drugs while I have a chance, because these are the things we really should be talking about. Uh, so, you know, you think that generic drugs are the same as the regular ones. Well, it's turning out that they're not, they're not really, especially the ones that are, are time release. Now, I know they cost a lot less, uh, but the instant release versus the time release, I mean, the, the, the FDA just measures how much of the medicine is in your blood. But they don't they don't measure it over the time that that hour by hour that that pill should last in your body. So you know you again if you're taking a high blood pressure pill and it's a time release one, do monitor your blood pressure, okay, throughout the day because it might be okay for an hour or two after you take the drug, but four or five hours later it may not be. Do you know that eighty percent of the ingredients that are drugs are made of? The active pharmaceutical ingredients are, are made in foreign countries like India, China, Thailand, Turkey, Brazil, Mexico, Bangladesh, Slovakia. And sometimes even the pills are manufactured abroad. And sorry to say the FDA oversight of this uh, is, is, is inadequate. They don't do unannounced inspections. The FDA usually schedules its visits and you know what happens there. The companies can prepare for it. And then the, the generics have to be transported and they have to be transported under FDA has, has guidelines about temperature and humidity for the transfer, this transportation. You know, it's really important for these drugs to stay intact. But again, there's little oversight. There's not enough manpower to go around. And what happens if these drugs are manufactured in China, then they go to India, they're made into pills, and then they travel by container ship to Houston, Texas. Then they get shipped to a wholesaler. And then they get distributed to all the pharmacies. I mean, it, you, you see the problem? So, you know, that's the problem. So what do you do? It's really pretty difficult, to be honest with you. So I guess the best thing is, again, think critically, assume nothing. Don't assume your generic drug is flawed, but don't assume it's perfect either. All right. Ask for your lab results, you and your doctor, your provider, that you need to monitor your health with all of the data that's available. Make sure your doctor supplies you with your lab results so you can track any changes. For example, if you're a diabetic, your HbA1c, you know, that measures your long-term blood sugar levels. If it rises, but you haven't made any changes in your diet or lifestyle, it could be a generic diabetic drug that you're taking. Keep records, okay, so you can see if there's a change in anything. So you may have to revert to a brand name or to a, gen a different generic manufacturer. You know, I don't like to say this, but, you know, it's not unheard of to buy your drugs from a Canadian online pharmacy. They have quite lower prices and probably not covered by insurance. I don't know, but you may have to do that. If you are taking generics, you know what you can do that not a lot of people know about? You can ask your pharmacist for an authorized generic drug. 
an authorized generic drug. That's a type of generic that is identical to the original brand name drug. And, and as it turns out, the authorized version is often made by the same manufacturer that makes the brand name version. Okay. So if you haven't heard of that before, keep that in mind. If, you, if you're not having good results for generics and you can't afford the, the brand name, ask for an authorized generic. Okay. So that's basically what I want to talk to you about today, ladies and gentlemen. I'm sorry that uh, Phil had problems with his internet, but uh, we'll get that squared away and have him back. Uh, so we, what do we, we do today? All right. We talk about how masks make you dumb. Okay. Not only, not only physically, but mentally and as a psychological operation, we told you that, uh, the CDC has reported COVID deaths between 10 and 11,000, not 171,000. We told you how inaccurate the PCR test is. And next week, uh, uh, I didn't get a chance to tell Phil, uh, but next week we will have an optometrist on. You know, beside children, everybody's spending a lot more time in front of this of our computer or TV screen. So we want to talk about how this influences our vision. Does it cause us to be nearsighted? Does it cause us to get macular degeneration? Does it? What do we do for eye irritation or burning eyes? Uh, are are uh, blue blocking lenses? Uh, value for all the screen time. So uh, we'll have that on next week, ladies and gentlemen. So I really appreciate uh, your listening today. And sorry about the problem with, uh, with Phil's uh, connection. Uh, but we hopefully we'll see you next week. And uh, with that, I'm going to sign out. And uh, we, we are on Apple. We're on Alexa. We're on TuneIn Radio, iHeartRadio, Spotify, just about any place you get your uh, podcast from. We're also now on Podchaser. So I appreciate you if you go to Podchaser, if you could leave us a, a good uh, review, that would really help. Podchaser also is a, just, they have lots of podcasters sign up there and just makes it an easy place for you to listen to podcasts all in one place. Okay. Dr. Ron here, host of Dr. Ron, Unfiltered, Uncensored, and we will see you next week. Hey, everybody, Dr. Ron's finished for the day. I hope you got some good wisdom for what the man had to say. And it's all about good health. It's the man you got to see. He has a lot more answers for you. So tune in next week when the doctor is in the house. Or when the doctor is in the house. Let the doctor know what's bothering you when the doctor is in the house. The doctor is in the house. The doctor is in the house. Let the doctor know what's bothering you. I'm sure he can tell you just what to do. The doctor is in the house. The doctor is in the house. Let the doctor know what's bothering you when the doctor is in the house. So if you have a pain, 
Call the doctor if you have a strain. Call the doctor and let the doctor know what's bothering you. When the doctor is in the house, the doctor is in the house. See you next week. Hey, everybody.